0: Australian Rare Earth CEO, Travis Benke, joins us in the Proactive studio this afternoon to talk us through the company and its recent news. Travis, nice to meet you.
1: Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks for having us.
0: Pleasure. Now, if we could start with a brief overview of AR3, what you're looking for, where your projects are located, and and your overall objectives.
1: Yeah, sure, no problem. So I guess at AR3, we're leading the development of ionic clay hosted rare earth projects here in Australia. Um, Rare earths are one of the critical metals um, required to enable the clean energy transition and demand for rare earths is expected to increase significantly over the coming decades as as they're critical for rare earth magnets required in electric vehicles and wind turbines, as well as the growing applications in defence and robotics. Um, Our flagship project is the Coppamara project It's located in the southeast of South Australia And it's got the potential to be a multi-generational rare earth province, uh, supplying both light and heavy rare earths for decades to come. Since listing in 2021, we've defined a significant resource of about 180 million tonnes at over 700 PPM TREO. And we've demonstrated the multi-generational potential with an exploration target range of 340 million tonnes to 3.1 billion tonnes across what's only a portion of our tenure Uh, We've also established that MOU for an offtake with Neo Performance Materials, who are one of the few uh, Western companies with downstream processing capacity outside of China. More recently, we've added some early stage exploration projects in North Queensland. um, And we've added those into the portfolio because we believe um, they're highly prospective for ionic clay um, style of, of deposits. And finally, we'll continue to build that um, portfolio of early stage exploration projects that will hopefully give us optionality and potential for scale over time.
0: So let's talk about Murray. You've been drilling there recently. Uh, How's that going?
1: Yeah, so we we drilled about 9,000 metres between October and December last year. And that drilling campaign was targeting infield drilling within the existing mineral resource area and also testing a 10 kilometre strike extension of of a previously untested area within our tenure. Um, During December and January, we reported initial assay results from an area within the mineral resource area. Um, And these were really quite exciting as they demonstrated significant potential for uh, shallow high grade and higher magnet content subset of the broader deposit. Uh, And so I guess we're looking forward to reporting um, additional assay results over February and March for the drilling of uh, that untested strike extension north of the the current resource area.
0: So, Travis, can you talk through the implications of of the high-grade intercepts and identification of mineralisation within the MREO content for the project?
1: Yeah, it's really important to understand the extent of um, that possible higher grade and higher magnet content subset of the resource, as it allows us to potentially target higher value mineralisation of the deposit and incorporate those into our development plans. One of the, I guess, advantages of clay hosted rare earth deposits versus hard rock rare earth projects is that um, the clay, clay projects require a lot less capital to get into production. So we're pursuing a low capital and scalable development pathway. And when combined with a, a high grade initial approach, we believe this is the best opportunity to create value for, for the project.
0: And there's also been uh, tenure extensions at Copamara. Uh, can you th- talk us through the significance of those and uh, the tenure extensions as well at, uh, at the North Queensland Rare Earth Prospects?
1: Yeah, sure. So I guess within the Copper Mara project itself, we now um, exceed over 6,000 square kilometres and that additional tenure ties up all of what we believe to be the most prospective land across the, the region. I guess with the exploration work done to date, we believe the mineralisation will be quite widespread across the, uh, across the province. Um, with the rare, rare earth hosted in clay, which sits over shallow limestone, Typically less than ten meters, so, so quite shallow, and um, that ex- that um, setting of shallow limestone is quite extensive throughout the southeast. In uh, in North Queensland, we've we've added some exploration tenure in regions where we believe are going to be highly prospective for the traditional ionic clay deposits, where you would usually find in a tropical setting where there's been active weathering um, over uh, over time. So. Um, We'll continue to bring early stage exploration projects into the portfolio um, so that we can continue to um, add some optionality and potential for scale to the the portfolio.
0: And the work doesn't end. Uh, There are plans for further exploration at, uh, at newly granted tenements. Can you talk us through those as well?
1: Yeah, so at Copper Murrah, we've, um, we've recently kicked off some initial sampling and, and mapping uh, program along the extensive road network in those uh, new southern tenements that, um, that, that, that we've been had granted. Um, and that'll just help us evaluate and form the, I guess, the potential prospectivity um, and planning for a potential future um, exploration program. Uh, And then in North Queensland, the team's, I guess, currently planning the the next round of surface sampling and mapping at our Dalrymple project, which um, will, again, help us um, potentially inform what uh, an inaugural drilling campaign might look like for uh, later in the year.
0: So, Travis, there's a fair bit going on. What are your overall goals at, at Copamara?
1: Yeah, so our focus right now is to demonstrate that Copper Murray is a project that has a, a development pathway that will deliver, I guess, the, the critical rare earth minerals um, in, a, in, a, in a sustainable way. Um, we're really committed to working closely with our landowners and the and the community and, and really want to try and uh, create value for them a, a, along the way. I think one of the exciting features of the project is our intent to progressively and rapidly rehabilitate the land after it is mined and return, return it to the landowners so they can continue on with their farming practices um, in, in quick succession. I guess our, our overall aim is to deliver one of the early ex-China rare earth mining projects into the market at a at a time where there is expected to be, I guess, a shortage of supply. Um, and in particular of the heavy rare earths, dysprosium and terbium, which the Copper Mile project has um, within within the resource.
0: So we know what the aims are now. Um, Travis, could you give investors just two or three key highlights uh, for, for our audience, please?
1: Yeah, sure, Jonathan. So I guess supply from rare earth mines currently uh, and the downstream processing of rare earths is is really dominated by China. There's, there's a strong motivation and support by OEMs and governments around the world to diversify rare earth supply chains. Um, so we, we think that the, there is a compelling long-term market outlook for rare earths. Uh, we've got the potential for a multi-generational rare earth province at our flagship asset in, in Coppemurra. We've, we've built a team that really understands the key value drivers for ironic clay rare earth deposits And by adding, I guess, low-cost, early-stage exploration opportunities into the pipeline, we're we're really setting ourselves up well for, for future growth.
0: Travis, thanks for your time. Thanks,
1: Jonathan.